On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I discuss where Tyrese Maxey ranks as far as shooting guards in the National Basketball Association, Joel Embiid, and more next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-hosts and partners, always from the Inquirer, Inquirer.com, Sixers Beat Writer Extraordinaire, Keith Pompey. Keith, what's up, man? What's popping, D? How you been, bro? I'm good, man. Good to be back with you, man. I appreciate it. Everybody, Keith, the best. He's been making sure I was cool. Vacation. I had some personal things to take care of. And Keith just simply said, go handle what you need to handle. So now I'm back. I'm back hanging out with my brother here uh, for Locked On 76. So Keith, thank you. I appreciate it, man. And uh, good to be back here with you. Uh, Everybody, thanks for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And right here on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Keith, we got a lot to get into, man. I know you've been holding it down and you've you've jumped around with a lot of different things in in general, but wanted to get into, of course, Joel Embiid, uh, his off-season regimen, if you will, got married, all that stuff. So maybe some changes there with how he approaches the off-season with some things. So we'll talk about what, uh, you know, he is looking to do uh, for his fitness level overall. We'll get to that later on, talk a little bit more about the off-season. But first, we wanted to start off about Tyrese Maxey. I saw some I saw some ranking Keith that uh, I wanted to bring up to your attention and to the to the viewers and the listeners uh, about the top shooting guards in the NBA. And naturally you look for the Sixers players whenever it's any list of where they rank in whatever positional group it is and I saw one for for the point guards James Harden was ranked very high obviously Embiid very very high as the MVP and top one or two in the center position behind Jokic or in front of Jokic. Um, and this one was shooting guards, though. And for the shooting guards, Tyrese Maxey, man, he was ranked pretty high. So I'll tell you right now, he was ranked sixth, and he was behind only and in no particular order. But Devin Booker, as one of the guys that's an obvious uh, choice in general, you can also look at Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, and Zach Levine. And in sixth, came your Sixers shooting guard, Tyrese Maxey, folks. So, Keith, there are a lot of players out there at the shooting guard position for Tyrese Maxey to be ranked sixth in front of names like Bradley Beal, DeJounte Murray, Desmond Bain, Klay Thompson, C.J. McCollum. That's a pretty, pretty high bar for the uh, now coming into his fourth year uh, of his career, Tyrese Maxey, and I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, that, that, that's an extremely high bar. You know, the first thing that, that came to my mind, I'm like, dang, Rich Paul is making money. Because because when you look at the six, at least three of them are like his clients. Desmond you know what I mean? Like uh, Edwards, Edwards. Maxie, uh Levine. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude is getting paid. So anyway, but but the thing is, 
you know, initially when you first hear that, you're like, wow, that's that, you know, that's high. That, that's like a major thing. But then when you look at it, I guess it has a lot to do with the projections. And if you want to be fair with, to Maxi before he got injured, became injured this year, um, he was playing at an extremely high level. He was playing at an all-star level, right? I mean, let's would people forget about, you know, the two-game series that they had against uh, the Toronto Raptors. And I believe it was the second game of that one where he went on fire and didn't miss a shot at all, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you say that, you say to yourself, like, <clears throat> and you see how he has progressed. And again, this is a this is a a, a a prediction or someone predicting how it is a projection. I, I feel like you know I want to see it. I'm, I'm not going to knock the list. I'm not like if you ask me, is he better than Bradley Bill? Is he better than um, uh, C.J. McCollum and, and Clay Thompson? You know, I'm gonna say no, right? But then when you say, okay, is he we're talking about body of work, but but when you talk about is he could he potentially be better than him? Okay, Bradley Bill is coming off of injuries. The same thing with Clay Thompson, a couple years removed from injuries, getting older. You know, so CJ McCollum, uh getting older. So when you say stuff like that when when Maxi is in his prime, I'm not saying he's there yet, but with a great season, he could possibly be there. And and typically, and it's funny because you look at a lot of these, these lists are obviously important, more so, I think, in basketball and football. There's so many players in baseball and, you, you know, as you said, the projections for, for people. And it may be a personal choice of where you think, obviously, it's a personal choice when these lists are put together. If you put one together for the Enquirer, uh, it would be your, that's your personal choice. If I did one for the Fanatic, it's my personal choice, of course, here together on Locked On 76ers. But when you see this, it's also something, and we were just talking about this on on the radio because of the football rankings where it had Jalen Hurts ranking third overall in the NFL, second in quarterbacks in all of the league, and it was a uh, player-based vote. It's because of the projection for what is to come going into the upcoming campaign, but also what he did the last season. So what Tyrese Maxey did last season while he missed games, because of the foot injury that caused him to miss those those contests, he still came back and overall at the end of the season, he was right there at the 20-point average for the season. He did what he did in the postseason, helping out uh, against the uh, first-round matchup for sure and then uh, against Brooklyn and then the second-round matchup against the Boston Celtics where it took him a couple of games, but then he figured it out and he was scoring in all of those games all the way up until game number seven. So it's something that we saw from last season where they looked at his body of work, as you mentioned, from last season, and then going into next year saying he's only going to get better where, sure, Bradley Beal's going to Phoenix, but do we know what he's going to be doing? By the way, he's probably going to be a point guard on that team, not just a shooting guard because that would be Devin Booker's role. And then you have the same for C.J. McCollum, to your point getting a little bit older. So his his overall production is a little bit on decline because now others are taking that next step where it's looking more like Maxi is going to step into a bigger role where C.J. McCollum, albeit a starter, you know it's Zion Williamson, it's Brandon Ingram, and who knows where others may elevate their game, Trey, Mur- Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, whatever, uh, as far as 
scoring production goes. So I don't have a problem with him being at six because of what happened last season with Bradley Beal. DeJounte Murray, as good as he is, honestly, I'll take Tyrese Maxey over. Better two-way player because of, because of his defensive play, but his scoring is so much better than, Zach, uh, than DeJounte Murray's that I am fine with saying that I would take Tyrese Maxey over DeJounte Murray on any basketball team, and especially with how the Sixers are currently built and currently constructed. So I don't have a problem with it, especially some of the names that we laid out, Clay Thompson later on. Anthony Simons, et cetera. Tyrese Maxey, definitely uh, not a bad ranking there in that number six spot for the six. If we want to be real, basically what it's saying is the projection is that Tyrese Maxey is online this season to be an all-star. That's what it is. If you're the sixth best guard, sixth best shooting guard, you should be an all-star. So that that that, that, that that's what they're projected. I mean, you would think. I mean, you would think. Uh, you know what? Let's do that on the other side. How about that? Because we'll continue this on the other side in the next segment. We'll get to the NB part later on in the final one, because that's an interesting one when you think about it. Shooting guard-wise, overall, does that warrant him being an all-star? Interesting. Let's do that on the other side. Let me hang out with you here on this Thursday, Locked On 76ers. Yeah, let's talk about FanDuel, right? Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to start earning burning, burn, bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And take some time to visit FanDuel and include money lines, props, etc. around your team. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Make sure you do that today, folks. And we thank you again for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. A little Friday episode. We'll talk and continue about the summer Sixers. James Harden hanging out in China. You know, it's the latest on James Harden. I saw he was swarmed over there in China, but we'll have that for you tomorrow here on Locked On 76ers. All right, Keith, as, as you say that, um, you know, the 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 shooting guards overall, as, as I look at my list here, and, and you pointed out once again, all-star. You're supposed to be an all-star. All right, I got it. But here's here. Let me give you who I would look at right now and say they are all stars. And we're not even including the wings that are in today's game. You know, we used to call them small forwards, more so wings, shooting guards and small forwards. But if I had to guess and I went all star Booker Edwards, Mitchell Brown, that's four for sure. Now, the question is Levine, Maxi, Bain, Beal. And I'll really leave it there because outside of maybe Tyler Hero coming off the bench where a couple of seasons he was in line to make the all-star team, did not make it, but certainly he was. it was warranted uh, in terms of the discussion should he have been an all-star that season. I think that's the year that he won six man of the year coming off the bench. So I would say locks are four of them. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown. Those are four locks. It's up in the air after that. And you know what, Keith? If his role is going to be accelerated 
next season, Tyrese Maxey, as I see that he's now working out with uh, Drew Hanlon now, uh, you know, of course, Joel Embiid's personal trainer. Man, you might be right where he might sneak in and, and make and crack his first all-star team if his role is increased under Nick Nurse's uh, expert tutelage, if you will. Yeah, because, I mean, when you look at it right now, if, if you're talking to the East, let, let's assume that, that you know, Mitchell, I, I think Mitchell they would have, yeah, Mitchell and Brown. And then, I mean, they're the two guarantees, right? So yep. then it's going to come down to him and, and probably Zach Levine or some other things. And the thing about it is a lot of times, you you know, it, if the Sixers are playing well, then maybe he, he'll get that second slot with next to Joel. You know, also the point where, you know, Zach Levine isn't running point, but but he could run the point at certain times. You're talking about Maxi. So, you know, that's just what it is and, and like just how successful your team is. But yeah, he's you know, he's a fringe, he's projected to at least be a fringe all-star, but you know, six, you know, three, you know, I mean, the if you look at that list and there's more in the top six, four of them are from the east so it makes make it tougher but at the same time you know let's see what he do he'll get opportunities he'll definitely get opportunities yeah because even as i go a little bit deeper and here's a here's a wild card one for me keith at the shooting mm-hmm. guard position because he's now with washington more offensive uh output maybe for jordan Poole, where yeah. even on the bad team you can't ignore it, right? When it comes to the all-star votes, mm-hmm. where that's a guy that's going to get a high volume of shots. And if he gets a high volume of shots like that, I, I would have to imagine that, you know, there's some conversation there. But it'll be somewhere in that range of where Tyrese Maxey is, where I think that you could probably look at both of them and say that they're, they would be fighting for one of those other spots, to your point, uh, about how it goes. Jalen Green is an interesting one now that you're going to have a a real veteran point guard in Fred Van Vliet, new offense. Of course, Ime Udoka, now new coach. Is that something for him? DeJounte Murray with his two-way play once again, that's a player that we can certainly look at and say that might be also be in that contention for one of those spots. But you're right, man. As you said it, I'm thinking and I'm like, all right, I don't know, Keith. I don't know about that. But now that you say it and you talk about two players being voted in, once they're voted in, now it's up for grabs of what the coaches might do and if the Sixers are going to be another a team with another really good campaign you know you know they're going to take notice of that so it's probably going to be and be being voted in as a, as a starter and then you have between Harden and Maxi assuming that Harden is still here Harden and Maxi as uh, two guys that are candidates to make the all-star team so I get it you're, you're you know what you're right that he should be in contention next season for an all-star berth yep love it yeah, it's good. good All, right. All right. Well, listen, final segment here, folks, as we hang out with you here on this Locked On 76ers. Joel Embiid's um, offseason fitness level. Where is he trying to be? What is he trying to do? Best shape ever, right, is what they always say. And whenever they say that, that's not necessarily the case. But maybe that is for him. As he spoke about it just a little bit, we'll tell you what he said on the other side. And are we looking for a new look and be? We'll get into it next right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens, Locked On 76ers. Keith, all right, Joel Embiid, 
let's go back to unfortunately where you had to report where he was hanging around 300 bills uh, mm -hmm. a few years back i remember you reported yeah, yeah. that he wasn't happy about it but uh it was true but he was hanging around 300 pounds because of being off the floor not playing injuries rehabbing but at some point his weight kind of ballooned since then he's been hanging around at i don't know they say like 275 but he always he's looks more than that 275 yeah that's um, a big dude yeah, mean, he's a big dude, but that's a big guy he, like, look, he carries it well but he's I mean, he seven two yeah, yeah seven so two. He, yeah. he could stand and still lose a little you know lbs and with it you know there was a story out there keith that was talking about how he's trying to come in at even better shape what does that look like do you believe him what's the ideal shape for you keith if we say they're not being forthright and forthcoming with the 275 and we believe let's say let's give him 283 <laughs> just a random number ideally what do you think he should carry? Do you think he can get there? And um, yeah, I'll start there. Really? I, I think his weight is like, they 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 listed a weight, but it's not his weight. But if he got to a real 280, I think that will be ideal for him. Like, I mean, I, I do. I mean, and, and, and I think Joel's just a big guy. Like he's going to carry weight. I mean, you know, it's kind of like a guy being you know, five, four, uh, a buck 40 or something like that, or five, eight, you, you know what five, I'm saying? Six. Five, six. How much you weigh? About 130. 130, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, that That's what it is. So yeah. it's, so like you talking, we're talking about, you know, five, a guy, a seven, two, I mean, he's going to be close to 300 pounds in, 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 if he's in tip top shape. So like, if he can get down there, I mean, I think that will help him tremendously. I think that it will it will take more less pressure off his knees, his lower extremities, his back, his back. You know, you know what I mean? His back, yeah, right? And 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 I, I think he can have a, a great year. I mean, the problem with Joel Embiid is, you know, he's he's has yet yet he's been playing nine seasons. He's been no, he's been in the NBA in the league, yeah, in the league nine years. And, and uh, hey, he, he well, let's talk about that. He's been in the league nine years, <clears throat> and he has yet to have an injury-free season. Sure, like you know what I mean. So that's something that he has to work on. And I think the tip-top shape. The problem is this is like the wrong summer to focus on it. And and what I mean, I shouldn't say wrong. You should always focus on it. But you got a lot of excuses. The brother just got married. You know what I mean? He, he is a lot of other things going on. He's coming off of an injury. You know, typically that's when you want to just rest and recover. You know what I mean? You got so much going on. So we'll see. But from the photos that I saw, I haven't seen like a drastic weight loss. You know, I had and, and I haven't seen a drastic weight gain either. No, I haven't seen a that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, either looks the same, or we just see him with these t-shirts on and and stuff, and he just looks like you know normal Joel and B. Yeah. Uh, but to your point of like, you get married, you kind of let yourself go a little bit with the eating and all that because you're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, you're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, but but I, you also know him too. 
he, he does at least get out there and, and get after it in the offseason. We don't see the photos and the videos all the time. I'm a big proponent of I don't have to see the photos and the video because that's your job. I don't need to see the photos that you're doing it. I'm trusting that you're doing it. That's why you pay your trainers and all that stuff to do whatever you guys do. So um, to answer my own question, so when you when you say 280, normally they have them about 275 listed, right? Um, on like on the team, well, yeah, on the team website, the team I, I want to say is always is always two eighty, like two eighty. But, but again, it's always two eighty, like always. sure. So, so I'm saying <laughs> like, yeah. for me, if he could actually get to two seventy five, two eighty would be great. I want to see two seventy five because of the commitment, the dedication, and I'm sick of losing in the second round kind of thing. I'm sick of being injured, as you just said, every season. Maybe this will be something that will prevent the injury and also give me that opportunity to be a little more nimble where I'm not fatigued at a certain point of the game where I'm playing 40 minutes in the playoffs. And if I can get if I could see him get the 275, that would be fantastic coming into the season at 275. Can he do it? My other question to you, Keith, I still want you to answer that, but I'll answer it first. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say yes, because of also while he's already been with his now wife and I'm sure she has some input and in talking to him. Hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. Watch you watch what you eat and all that stuff. But sometimes, as you know, being married, those things change when you when you get to that point. And with the new coach coming in, even though you still have the trainer, you may have the same nutritionist. But with the new coach coming in and he says, hey. Here's what I want you to do. Ideally, though, with it, can you get to this point where I can make sure that we do these things? Because I've seen from afar, this is what we would do against you because you would get tired here. You would you would you would start lagging on your running up the floor. Sure, you would block shots, but of course, you picked your spots for those things. So I would say I give him the benefit of the doubt, Keith, and say, yes, and I'll use your number and my number. Between 275 and 280, I think he can get to that at some point. Some point. Because sometimes you know you lose the weight when you get to the season because you're now into it and you start to lose it. Uh, I would say, yes, he can. He could get to that 275, 280. Yeah, he should. I mean, I, I, you would think that, um, you know, <clears throat> he's 29 years old now. And as we all know, as you get older, your metabolism slows down a little bit. Now, I know he is a basketball player. You run back and forth. But typically, you see guys who want to extend their career, especially people who had injury history. They tend to shed pounds. They tend to change their diet. They tend to do a lot of different things, take more care of the rest and all that rest and recovery. So, you know, for Joel Embiid, a guy who just, you know, received a, a who's who's you know, about the and is now he's playing in that uh the final four years of that super max extension he picked up. You know, it's one of those things where you you're the MVP, you you're two time scoring champion. You know, you set a bar and now you want to continue that, even though you are getting older. So I feel like, you know, it is is want to. He can do it, but it's want to. And and I feel like about now. You know, you're looking at other guys get championships and, and, and yeah. things like that. Right. It's, it's all about now. It's all about you 
wanting to do it. And I think that he, he will. I think that he will. Yep. I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. Well, Keith, as always, man, it's fun. Great to be back with you again. Thanks, man, for holding things down uh, while I was on vacation and had those other things that I needed to take care of. I appreciate it. Good to be back with you, though. Good to be back with all of you as well. And we thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We're getting a little, a little James Harden to close out the week and discussing uh, some things with Harden as he's in China doing his, his tours with Adidas at this point. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later tomorrow. Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Yeah, I mean, you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's free and available. Um, and and you can also go to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel, when you get there, go click on the Liberty Bell and you become a new subscriber. And in addition to that, you'll get notifications whenever we we, we uh, have our, our podcast um, uh, uploaded one. But also do yourself a favor and listen to my man D on the Divine Giving Show tonight from 7 to 10 on 97.5 FM radio. You can also follow him on Twitter at DivineG975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. And you can read the Philadelphia Inquirer, Inquirer.com for Sixers coverage. Appreciate it, Keith. Thanks, everybody, as always, for tuning in, both on the YouTube side and on the podcast side. We really appreciate it. Keith, have a good rest of your day. Same for all of you out there. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.